What's going on, all my podcasters, whether you're from Spotify or Anchor or anything in between, see Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. And it's quite a doozy. We got we got quite a few things to talk about tonight. I'm going to try to fit it all in one. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be possible or not, but I'm going to try. Um, first and foremost... Um, I am very, very disheartened. I am very disappointed with the people in this country taking steps backwards instead of taking steps forward and making progress. I'm very disappointed in the colors that people are showing instead of, you know, uh, you know, it really shows how true, how how ugly America can really be. And what I'm what I'm referring to is the shooting that had happened in um, Michigan. It's a high school called Oxford High School. Um, there was a shooting Tuesday, and there's a 15 year old that's in custody who is the gunman. Now, first and foremost, I I need to say that my heart goes out to the family of all these kids. And it's got to be one of the hardest points in your life. It truly does hurt me. And I think the reason why it hurts so bad, the reason why it bothers me so much, is because I know that this country can do better. I know that the people that live in this country could start doing better. And things have just been going downward spiral for so long. And... People aren't seeing the good that can really come out of people. They're just focusing on the bad. And then more bad shit happens. And more bad shit happens. Back, you know, I can remember a time back in the day when there weren't any school shootings. Literally, you never fucking heard of them. And I don't know where we went wrong. I'm not really sure what wrong turn we've taken or how the hell we've got to where we are in this country. I really, I don't, except for hate. That's the only thing that I can think of because without hate, we wouldn't be where we are with all this bullshit going on in America. You got people running over people in Christmas parades and shit. You got school shootings and church shootings going on every fucking month. You got mobs and rioters that are going around and Stealing and burning shit and killing people. It's absolute craziness. It's crazy. And the only thing that I can think of is the way that we're raising our children. As a whole country, you know. um, When they grow up so young and all they're taught is hate constantly. And then, you know, that that 10-year-old boy ain't going to be 10 years old forever. Right? They grow up to be bad people. 
They grow up to be scumbags that don't care about anybody but themselves. Because their whole life they're told by their parents to hate everybody around them just because their skin color or just because. And kids nowadays have this mentality that they don't owe anybody nothing. And they don't have to answer to anybody. And back in the day, when you actually could whoop your kids or discipline your children without getting in trouble for it, which I think is absolutely ridiculous, but back then you didn't have kids acting up. And kids would go out of the way to do for elders. They would say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. Hold the door for, for an old lady that's going in to the store. They might even walk her across the street or take her shopping cart back for her. You don't see that shit anymore. They say that chivalry is dead. No. Having a heart is becoming a dead trend. Uh, having compassion is disappearing. Um, and that has to be where this is all stemming from. I just can't see it uh, being caused from any other particular thing. So, anywho, um, my heart goes out to the parents of these students. Uh, they got, uh, um, Tate Meyer had died, 16 year old boy. Uh, Hannah St. Juliana, she was 14. And then Madison Baldwin, which was 17. Um, I, I just can't express enough to these parents about how um, sorry I truly am for them as something that they're never going to get back again they were robbed the, the children that lost their lives have been robbed of the rest of the life that they could have lived all just because of this one individual all these families lives are changed Back in my day, um, you, you heard about Columbine High School, uh, and before Columbine High School, there, like I said, there wasn't a such thing as school shootings. It just didn't happen. Um, and I don't know if it like became a, a trend or something but April 20th of 1999 is forever embedded into my memory um, and you know everybody talks about uh, 420 420 to do with weed. You know, everybody that's a pothead knows what 420 is. But in my mind, 420 is a day that will live forever in my mind. I was nine years old 
Um, and it, it was just like the day um, with the World Trade Center, whenever that happened on the news. I can remember it clear as day. Clear as day. And it only happened two years before the World Trade Center happened. And it is a complete... Um, it just completely disgusts me. I don't know how else to say it. If, if I could, I would want to confront the team that, that did what they did. I think that they need to answer for, for what they've done. And I think once they, they do start dishing out harsher punishments for teenagers that do this shit, then they'll maybe stop doing it. I think their name needs to be put out there. Their picture needs to be put out there. So if they ever do get out of prison, if, I think they should spend life in prison. When you're 15, 16, 17 years old, you know exactly what the hell you're doing. It's actually about the time when you get to pick which parent you want to live with if your parents are divorced. About 14, 15. Um... So you know exactly what's right for you and what's wrong for you, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Um, and the more that we sit here and baby these teenagers and coddle them, and oh, their name shouldn't be released because they're a minor. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? They're, they're a dirtbag. They're a scum bucket. And in two or three more years when they're 18, they're still going to be a fucking piece of shit. So... You know, this whole hoopla about, oh, don't release their names because they're a minor needs to just fucking stop. You know, just like all these uh, child protective services people that say spanking your children is abuse. That shit needs to stop. All the hate and division that we keep teaching our children needs to fucking stop. I mean, how do we think this world's going to get any better if we keep doing this shit? I don't I really don't know. Our children should be able to, you know, they shouldn't have to wake up and go to school and worry about if they're going to fucking make it through the school day or not because they could be shot by a gunman. They need to be in school learning shit and not being distracted. But it's the complete opposite. You know? Nowadays, kids that go to school uh, have to worry about this because it's more common, you know. <sighs> I, I just, I, I can't, I don't have any children, but uh, if I did, I would homeschool my kids for this reason. Not only do you have to worry about your kids being bullied all the time, being distracted from other children instead of learning. But you have to worry about them not making it home because of this violence going on. And here locally, there was just a uh, stabbing about a couple weeks ago, I do believe. And there was a 16-year-old boy that lost his life over some girl, some 15-year-old girl, that stabbed him in the fucking neck and stabbed him in the stomach over something that probably didn't mean anything. 
over jealousy or over some words that were said or, you know, ignorant shit. And if you can't hold that shit in and be an adult and deal with it, you just lash out at people, you deserve to be locked in a fucking metal box and put in the sun to bake all day long. Yeah, put you in a sweat box. We'll come and give you some bread and water. You know? I mean, and people that sit in prison, they get treated so well. They get fucking five-course meals and shit. They get, you know, it would be bread and water if it was my prison. So, especially for the dirt bags. Those kids are never going to be able to have a grilled cheese. Those kids are never going to be able to have some chili, you know, with some crackers in it anymore. Those kids aren't going to be able to buy commissary and eat hot Cheetos and shit anymore. Because they're dead. And, again, I think locking people up and then taking care of them for the rest of their lives until they die is not the fucking answer. Why should we pay for people to sit around and live off of the taxpayers for 40 years before they die? Why? Why would we let them live 40 more years? Just kill them. Grab the fucking rope, put it around their neck, and kick the motherfucking barrel out from underneath their feet. They don't deserve to live any longer, okay? And I don't care if you're 15, or if you're 52, or if you're 75, alright? If you kill somebody, you deserve to be killed. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. These people get to sit around and play cards and make friends and watch TV and shit in prison. No way, Jose. You'll be out there digging holes from sun up to sundown. And if you're good, maybe we'll give you some water. Maybe we'll give you some Gatorade or something. Because I could care less if you die of thirst. I really do. You'll be out there from sun up to sundown digging holes with no fucking water. And, yeah, you might get some bread to eat whenever you get done for dinner. You know... French Guyana, when they held prisoners there, that's about what they did. They gave them a, uh, one cup of soup to last them the whole day, and then they made them get out there and start doing slave work, start working them. And guess what? It fucking worked. It was one of the worst places in the world to be, and it was for a very good reason, okay? This isn't a vacation, it's not paradise, you know, and the more that we keep coddling these criminals... Instead of persecuting them, the more people are just going to keep doing it. They think it's a cool thing, right? They think it, you're a gangster if you go around murdering people, right? You're a, you're a bad motherfucker. You're a tough guy if you go around murdering people. That's what a lot of these rappers and shit have been uh, filling in the head of these younger generations. You're not cool unless you're cool. You're not cool unless you're out here gangbanging, or unless you got a gun, or unless you're slinging drugs. It's fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Half of these rappers that you listen to on, on 
the radio or on YouTube, do you think that they really got to where they are today from slinging dope and fucking, no. Half the rappers that rap aren't even who they fucking say they are, okay? But yet they fill these kids' head with bullshit. I don't know. I, I am just very disheartened. And my heart, uh, my sympathy goes out to these these children's uh, parents. It's fucking terrible. And it would take everything in my fucking heart if I was there, if I was the parent, to not want to kill that teenager that pulled that gun. You know, I mean, uh, and a lot of the people just want to know why. Why would you do it? You have no motive. You have no reasoning to really want to do it. Maybe you were bullied, maybe not. I don't know. But that still doesn't mean to take somebody's life. And God doesn't care if you're 15 he doesn't care if you're 20, 25, 30. It says in the Bible, thou shall not kill. It doesn't say thou shall not kill um, before you're 18 or after you're 18. It doesn't say that. So, he knows that killing is wrong. No matter what, killing is wrong. Unless somebody's trying to kill you, Unless, you know, it says it in the Bible. If he is to come and deal you a deathly blow, then from my altar, then him you can take from my altar. That's what it says in the Bible. So, it doesn't say, well, if a guy pulls a gun on you, then shoot him. No, it doesn't say that. It says, if he is to deal you a deathly blow, it, it doesn't say, um, oh, if some, guy, if some guy was fucking your bitch, then you have my permission to kill him. It doesn't say that. <laughs> but these kids, they think that that's, that's the law of the kingdom. That's the way the cookie crumbles in their, in their minds. And at the end of the day, what did you what did you accomplish when you killed those children? What did you accomplish? You just ruined your fucking life. And you ruined their lives. So ultimately what did you what did you get done? Nothing. It's fucking crazy, man. And again, the crazier part is they get sent to juvenile detention center before they're finally shipped off to prison when they turn 18. That is ridiculous. That is stupid. To have other juveniles in the same detention center who have done victimless crimes, maybe, to be housed in the same unit, the same building as fucking murderers that have killed people, I don't care how old the kid is, like I said, I don't care if he's 15 or not. <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But, anywho, 
We're going to go ahead and move on from that subject. Tonight we're drinking on Heineken. Got a couple cans of Heineken. And, um, uh, I'm going to smoke us some weed. And then we're going to try some, uh, Mr. Beast Burgers. And for those of you that don't know what Mr. Uh, Beast Burgers is, it is a, uh, a virtual kitchen. Uh, what do they call it? What's the proper term that they use? Um, it is a delivery-only fast food chain that was founded by the YouTube star Jimmy Donaldson. But it's, it's ran by a company called Virtual Dining Concepts. They've got over a thousand plus kitchens. Pop-up kitchens is what a lot of people call them. And <clears throat> I think there's a pop-up kitchen... Uh, well, I know there's a pop-up kitchen here, and I'm pretty sure it's at a bar over by the state fairgrounds because that's uh, where it showed them leaving from on the map. So, anyways, me and my coworker were at work earlier today, and he was covering from another store. He usually works at a different one, but. Me and Pat, me and Patrick get along pretty well when we do work together. Um, and tonight he was like, hey, I'm going to order us some food. What do you want to eat? I told him, I don't know. I'm very indecisive when it comes to picking something to eat. I said, honestly, anything's better than eating this gas station food. Honestly. And, uh, so, he says, well, I'm going to go outside and order something, and I'll be back in. I think he ordered it off of Grubhub. Um, anywho, he comes back in, the food gets delivered, but instead of them bringing it inside, <laughs> this is the crazy part. Instead of them bringing the food inside to the gas station and handing it to us, they left it outside on the trash can <laughs> outside the front door without any, without even telling us or, you know, nothing, which I thought was fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. You can't just walk in and say, hi, sir, did you order, you know, such and such? Here's your food. No, she just left it outside on the fucking trash can cold ass fucking trash can and luckily they send you a little text message that says hey your food's delivered and when he came in and told me that it was Mr. Beast Burger uh, I told him I never I never tried it but it looked really good from the pictures I've seen online it looks very tasty and so at work I uh I have a thing like I don't like I don't like eating at work. 
I really don't. So I usually go all day long without eating until I get home. I want to actually be able to sit down, smoke a little bit of weed, and enjoy my food. I don't like standing there eating in front of people and not being able to enjoy it. So generally, eight times out of ten, I put it in the fridge and I'll warm it back up in the oven when I get home. So, and here lately, I love reheated food in the oven. I don't know why. <laughs> it could be some chicken tenders from Dairy Queen. Uh, it could be, you know, lately, I, that's all I've been using is the oven because my microwave broke. So, there's nothing like turning it on a low temp like 300 maybe even 250 you know and letting it slowly get up to temperature put it in there for 30 45 minutes whatever um, I don't know something's just different about reheating food in the oven I think it tastes way better it heats it up more evenly the microwave when you put food in it it either makes it soggy or it fucking makes it chewy or doughy or food that you put in the microwave is never really generally too good so I'm very very excited to eat this burger I think it's a double cheeseburger with bacon on it um, I'm not sure but it does come with cream crinkle cut fries that are seasoned and at that bar I've been to that bar before and they have crinkle cut fries usually even before they had this Mr. Beast burger so the main gate I think it's called main gate uh, bar and grill and I love going to main gate my co-worker's brother actually works there, so they have very good uh, cheese fries. I've had their cheese fries before. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to try that. Uh, but I want to get back to talking about Bill Cosby. I talked about on my last podcast a little bit and how they're trying to uh, appeal this case and overturn the uh, ruling that released him. First off, it's never going to happen because the judge has already made the ruling to release him. Uh, so they're not going to turn around and put him back in prison for the same crime. You can't be charged twice for the same crime in America. It's called double jeopardy. Um, and that's basically what they would be doing if they put him back in prison. He's already served his time. He's already been released. The judge has already slammed that gavel on the, on the counter. What's done is done. And they're saying, oh, he hasn't even served his three years out of his ten, three to ten year sentence. It's a 10-year maximum sentence. Let's just put that out there for one. 
And for two, whenever your rights are violated, such as the rights to due process, you have the right to a fair trial. And the district attorney that was then had made him a deal. That was a non-prosecution binding agreement. So basically the, the DA came to him and said, hey, if you take this deal, we'll give you this. You don't have to serve any time necessarily, but, you know, this is, this is the deal, right? The new district attorney can't come along and say, oh, well, the old district attorney made a bad deal. Okay, that has nothing to do with Bill Cosby. So, and it's just wrong, in my opinion, to sit there and uh, be so hell-bent on putting him back in prison. Like, don't get me wrong. Some stuff that he did was wrong. He even admitted to it, you know. But, with his old age, honestly... Like I said before, I really don't care about age. But he should have never been put in prison to begin with, in my opinion. That that lady took years and years to come out and say, oh, he touched me, or he did this. And they always do that, and then they say, oh, well, I was scared. I think that's bullshit. I think it's uh, complete, total bullshit. You were scared to come out... Ten years ago, but now you're not scared all of a sudden. That doesn't make any sense. And there should be a statute of limitations when it comes to that. Your seven years is up. You can't file a charge against them. There are police officers you can go to. There are teachers that you can go to. Um, somebody's going to listen to you. And to say that, oh, well, I didn't know who to talk to, I was scared, blah, 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 is a bunch of bullshit. So, um, basically, the, the attorney that was trying to get Cosby put back in jail says, um, yeah, we understand that there is a due process right, a right to due process. But, in this case, we don't believe that he deserves due process. Basically saying that they should throw out the Constitution on this case because, uh, because of the nature of the case. No, we don't just toss out rights. We don't selectively give this person rights or selectively take away this person's rights. Everybody gets the same fucking rights. Period. And he had the right to due process, which he was um, he was deprived of. So, and that's the whole reason why the judge dismissed the case, anyways. So, do you think that honestly a judge is going to come out and say, you know what, you're right? Go round him up and put him back in prison. <laughs> and it shows how disgusting that lawyer really is. If you totally disregard people's fundamental rights as an American citizen, you're a piece of shit. I don't give a fuck which side you're on. Everybody has the right. So, 
you know, that uh, B.B. Kivitz, that Philadelphia uh, prosecutor, it's a piece of shit. She needs to be fired. She needs to have her license taken away for that statement. She's basically saying that she's going to do whatever she feels is right and fuck everybody else's rights. She doesn't care. Anywho. <sighs> I'm sure there's many other crooked motherfuckers out there, whether it's prosecutors or attorneys or even judges. There's a lot of crooked fucking people out there that want to take your rights away. That want to throw you away forever and throw away the key. Even when they don't have any uh, physical evidence or chemical evidence. They just have he said, she said testimonies and that's completely bullshit. So... You have to be able to prove, in America, you have to be able to prove that without a reasonable doubt that they did the crime. It's innocent until proven guilty. And if you can't prove that they're guilty, then you're going to lose. If some guy is suspected of murder but nobody can prove that he murdered them without a reasonable doubt, then he's getting off. There's even a, a 1% chance that, hey, I'm not your guy. I didn't do this. And there's no proof. He's getting off. Period. No evidence. With just He said, she said bullshit. He's getting off. So, if O.J. Simpson could get released from prison... After murdering his girlfriend or wife or whoever the fuck she was back in the 90s. If he can get out, then what makes it so wrong for Bill Cosby to get released? I don't get it. And it's all because some girl says he touched her. He touched her. And, you know, honestly, she's probably a slut anyways. She's probably one of those females that's out in the bars every fucking weekend wearing skimpy fucking skirts. Trying to take guys home, be a little slut. It's probably who she is. I mean, I don't really, I don't know her. But from how she holds herself and how she looks and whatnot in today's society, I mean, it's very probable. So, <laughs> and here you've got somebody who's been successful and who has had money in the past. And that's all that they want. To be able to grill somebody just because they're famous. Alright? <laughs> it's crazy. It's completely bananas. Anywho... Tried watching some Home Alone last night. I didn't make it very far. I was a little tipsy. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure you could hear it during my podcast. <laughs> I had gotten a six-pack of uh, D's 
Sierra Nevada big little hazy things instead of the little hazy things and they're like 9% alcohol instead of like 7 or 6.5 um, and I stayed up at my job for a while last night to keep my co-work company while he was waiting on his relief and I was drinking those beers while I was sitting there waiting. And one after the other, it was going down too smooth, right? And I drank all six of them. Well, I drank five. And by the time that I got home and drank that last beer, made some food to eat, I was starting to fucking black out. Honestly. It was crazy. So... I'm not used to drinking like I like I used to. It seemed like I kind of built up a tolerance whenever I was drinking every single day. And even if it was just like uh, a six pack or whatever, still when you're doing it every day, there's a difference between having two beers every few days or drinking two times a week anywho um, I'm really excited like I said to try this burger um, I'm just um, really fed up with all the garbage that's been going on here in America and then as, as if you know that wasn't enough to deal with then we gotta worry about China running their fucking mouth you know uh, and again if I had my own country I don't give a fuck how many troops China has. I don't give a fuck how many troops I have. I would make it a point that if you fuck with me, you're going to regret it. Alright? I don't, I don't care. You talk about how you have all these fucking uh, missiles and uh, nuclear warheads. I can care less. That's kind of like the only thing that China can do to puff out its chest to say, oh, we've got missiles. Okay. So how are you going to be able to kill me if you don't know where I'm at? And you're not going to nuke a whole country just for one person. So I think these, these big wigs like Xi Jinping need to start watching what the fuck he says and what he does. He's already walking a tightrope right now even the people that live in his country hate him so and many many other countries hate Xi Jinping right now so while he's sitting there barking and flapping his gums and causing a scene there's a bigger and badder dog out there somewhere that has bigger teeth and they're not afraid to use it and it's the same thing with, with all these motherfuckers that are spreading hate everywhere, that are shooting people and 
There's somebody out there that's bigger and better than you. That isn't scared of you. That isn't scared of your little pissy gun. Okay? I'm not scared of a gun. I'll tell you that. If, you, if you're going to pull a gun on me, first of all, you better use it. And second of all, you better hope that it doesn't fucking jam. And third of all, you better hope that you kill me. So. <laughs> and that's kind of how this country needs to start acting. Start getting a little bit more balls and a little bit more courage instead of being little pussies and sitting back and running your fucking mouth. And, you know, Facebook doesn't let me get on there and voice my opinion for that reason. They like to really try and silence me every chance that they get. I could care less. I'm still going to think the way that I think tomorrow. So, and, you know, to be honest, I've just about, I've, I think I've come to my breaking point with Facebook. So, then you got Mark Fuckerberg going around saying, oh, I'm going to create a new company called Meta. Everybody needs to be a part of it, right? Okay. This guy controls everybody's fucking life in America right now with Facebook. He controls them. He controls whether they, they have the freedom of speech. He controls what they say and when they say it. By taking down people's posts and shit or banning them for 30 days. He controls everything with people's lives. Whenever we had the uh, internet outage for a day when Facebook was down... That's what the CEO of Facebook said was the biggest threat to Facebook was people putting down their phone. If everybody was to put down their phone for a month, Facebook would go fucking bankrupt. Seriously. Speaking of bankruptcy, Elon Musk, <laughs> that fucking moron, you know, everybody has been talking in the past five years. Elon Musk is a king. Elon Musk is so great. Elon Musk is going to take us to Mars. Elon Musk, Elon Musk, Elon Musk. And guess what? Now he's saying that come this next year, if they can't produce a launch every two weeks, they're going to go bankrupt. And they can't start launching anything because they haven't completed the Raptor engines that are going to power it. So, um, I, I really, I really do think that it's possible that SpaceX could go down the tubes. And we then we're going to be back just dealing with NASA. And NASA isn't going to fucking do anything. NASA's been around since I can remember and we haven't done shit. We haven't even been back to the moon yet. <laughs> Craziness. Craziness. And just like I said from the beginning about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, it's going to go down the tubes too here soon. Just mark my words. Because if something works, and we're talking about currency, if something is working, why change it? If it's not broke, don't fix it, right? And 
the U.S. dollar has been around for quite a while now. It's had plenty of time to mature, and uh, everybody knows what a U.S. dollar is. But not everybody knows what the fuck a Bitcoin is, and not everybody can buy Bitcoin. And even if you can buy Bitcoin, a lot of people don't know how to spend Bitcoin. And um, that's going to be its downfall. You know, it, it got a lot of popularity this year because a lot of people were sitting at home on their ass. So they just would buy Bitcoin and hope that in the future that the stock prices keep going up instead of going down. Otherwise, they're going to lose money, right? And I can guarantee you that's what's going to happen. It, it's skyrocketing right now. It's hitting its peak. Everybody and their brothers talking about Bitcoin. And in five years from now, do you think that they're still going to be talking about Bitcoin the way that they were? No. So, I can't go to the grocery store right now and use Bitcoin. That's not going to feed me. Um, I can't pay my car note with Bitcoin. My landlord doesn't, you know, I can't just give my landlord Bitcoin to pay for rent. He could care less about Bitcoin. So... Money is king. Cash is king. It rules everything. It makes the fucking world go round. So, all these people <laughs> that think that Bitcoin is going to take off and they're going to be millionaires, they're just taking your money from you. And then five years from now, when, when they fall off the face of the earth and disappear and they have all your money... You don't have shit. And here you've done invested all this money. And what do you have to show for it? Now that they're bankrupt. Nothing. You have nothing. So. Mark my words. It's going to happen. It's just inevitable. Anywho. This next Thursday and Friday are going to be the last hurrah for nice weather. Until next year. I'm going to be uh, in the 60s on Thursday. It's my day off. And on Friday, I think it's supposed to get up to 65 degrees. It's only supposed to get down to like 40 at night. So, And then uh, the next few days after that, it's going to be like... I know one of the days it's going to be a high of like 37 and a low of 30. So it's not going to be getting any warmer anytime soon. I'm thinking about breaking out some shorts. <laughs> thinking about breaking out the shorts again real quick and wearing shorts and a t-shirt on my day off. Like I said, it's going to be the last 60 degree weather that we're going to have until next spring. And that's so far away from now. Oh my gosh. So I've got to go take my bike in on Thursday. And um, i got to get the tires put on it. Get a tune-up done on it. Um... And I think I'm going to wait to do the brakes and whatnot until a later date. But I need to at least get some tires. I need to get 
on the road again with my trail bike because these uh, tires on this road bike, this touring bike, is just not going to cut it. So I've gotten lucky that they've lasted me as long as they have. And especially over this past week, since the last time I aired them up. Usually, um, Presta valve tires, uh, touring tires, 700cc tires, whatever you want to call them, are usually needed to air be aired up after every ride to maintain a certain pressure. Um, anywho, I've stretched it a little bit further than that. And I've got a long story short, I went up to the bike shop, this shitty little bike shop, and had this guy show me how to use this air pump, and he ended up fucking up my, my stem on my tire. He ended up bending it, so now I need to get a new tire. I need to get a new inner tube for my black bike, which I'm going to get new inner tubes and tires for my black bike when spring comes around. Um, but I also need to worry about my yellow bike need to worry about Dale right now so 29 inch by two and a quarter wheels are going to be a lot better for snow than I don't know I don't know what size my fucking touring tires are I would have to guess that they're 29 by like one inch tires one and a half inch tires, I don't know. Anyways. Time to smoke some weed. I've gone all day without a cigarette. Um, I ended up finishing that pack last night, I do believe. And all day today at work, I went without a cigarette, so time to just keep up that progress and I already can kind of sense that I don't really want a cigarette I'm not really craving it I kind of am but um, I'm glad that I didn't smoke too much and get that nicotine built back up in my system it's just enough nicotine in my system to kind of make me think about a cigarette and then when I think about it, I'm like, nah, I don't want it. I really don't. So, I went two hours without one, and then I went three hours, and then it was four hours without one. Um, and it's just baby steps, progress. So, tasty weed uh. so yeah when I get off of here in about eight minutes <laughs> I'm gonna get off of here I'm gonna watch some uh, good old classic home alone again I'm gonna try to watch one and two um, and I'm gonna sit on my phone and play these slots that I've been playing and I'm gonna 
finish drinking this beer and smoke some more weed, and then I'm going to go in there and smash my Mr. Beast burger. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not a very big person on pop-up kitchens, and I'm not a big person on using Grubhub or DoorDash. There's just so many things that I'm uh, I'm against. <laughs> but I got to say, if this burger tastes good, I might end up being a new Grubhub member or DoorDash member just for that specific reason, to start eating at pop-up kitchens. There's been a few different pop-up kitchens that have uh, looked very appetizing. They had boneless chicken wings from somewhere that was... Uh, encrusted with uh, flaming Hot Cheetos breading, I guess. I always wanted to try it, but never got a chance to. And So I, I can see myself maybe eating more of these pop-up kitchens. But, you know, I don't like the fact that it takes these delivery drivers two hours to bring in your shit sometimes. And then they just leave it on a fucking trash can in the cold. Like... They're, they're very um, unpredictable, I guess is the word, and inconsistent, so, but it's literally the only way that you can try them, so, we will see, I wouldn't be ordering food that I can order from around town, from anywhere, on Grubhub, a lot of people do just because they're lazy, they don't feel like going out to Burger King to get something, so they order it off of Grubhub. With me, specifically, ideally, I just want to use it for pop-up kitchens. So, I'm not going to pay a delivery fee for somebody to come bring me a Big Mac when I can go ride my fucking ass down there and get a Big Mac. It just doesn't make sense. And like I said, I really, if I don't have to deal with them, I don't like waiting that long and dealing with these snarky-ass kids that don't know what it's like to have a real job. <laughs> don't get me wrong. There are some kids out there that just trying to make ends meet. They're a pretty good kid. You know, they're not conceited or anything, but majority of these kids nowadays, they are. So, I hate a fucking snarky, snotty teenager. Oh my gosh. Who the fuck wants to deal with that for 18 years? <laughs> gosh. Those are the type of kids that their mom really wishes that they would have used a condom. <laughs> Damn it, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. You're pregnant, alright, and you don't have a job, so how are you going to take care of it? Oh, I'll just get on link, you know. I got a baby's daddy that'll help me take care of my kids. Okay. <laughs> you know how many baby mamas out there? have kids and they think the baby daddy's going to take care of it. <laughs> uh, that's what you get for sleeping with somebody who you don't even know. 
nine times out of ten. You know, it used to be back in the old days, like 40s, 50s, 60s, you didn't have sex with anybody unless you were married. Now you got people having fucking kids out of wedlock and shit, left and right. Having bastard-ass kids that don't even know who their dad is and shit. They're already damned to the gates of heaven, they can't get in. It's fucking crazy. And it's the sad part is it's not their fault that they weren't baptized. It's not their fault that they were a bastard child and they don't know who their dad is. But at the same time, you were born out of wedlock. You know, I don't know. I don't know. My father was at least married to my mother when he had me. Yeah, they ended up splitting, but in my eyes, once you're married to somebody, you can't just get a divorce. You can't just unmarry them. That's not the way it works, in my eyes. So, I don't believe in divorce. Like I said, I believe that if you're going to get married in the eyes of God, it says, till death do us part. It doesn't say, oh, until we get a divorce. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Don't get married unless you know that that's the right person. And don't go around having sex with people unless you're going to marry them. I know, you know, there's a lot of people out there that shouldn't even have to be told that, but there are a lot of idiots out there that do. So, anywho, I'm getting pretty close to the ending mark on this podcast. Time's coming to an end, and I don't think I have enough content or energy in me to make another one. So, and plus, it's getting late. It's too... 15 in the morning, so I need to eat, I need to relax, watch these movies, hopefully by the time I get done with both of them, it'll be like 4 in the morning, or 5 in the morning, uh, and by then I'll be nice and settled down and ready to go to sleep, so here lately I haven't been getting to sleep until about 5, 6 in the morning. And some nights were, or some days where I haven't went to sleep till 7 in the morning. And that's just fucking crazy. But, I've been feeling like crap lately. And then I have to fucking go to work. You know, afterward. So, well, I'm not going to say I've been feeling like crap lately because after I took those antibiotics, it's really helped my joints. I've been feeling better, I've been feeling more empowered. Dealing with depression a lot better. Quitting cigarettes. So, there's some good things coming. And when you get a hold of some good things coming, you better keep a hold of them, buddy. <laughs> They'll fly out the window. So, uh, but I guess I'm going to call it a night. And until tomorrow, it's probably when I'll make the next one. But, see Jizzle and the Wizzle signing off. Until the next one. It was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. Audi like a belly button. <laughs>